Welcome to the Functional Medicine Radio Show with your host, Dr. Carrie Drizga, known internationally as the Functional Medicine Doc. Dr. Carrie is committed to helping patients find the root cause of their health problems and fixing the cause with natural treatments so they can feel normal again. Dr. Carrie is the founder of Functional Medicine Ontario and is the author of the hit book, Reclaim Your Energy and Feel Normal Again. Please welcome your host, Dr. Carrie Drizga. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Functional Medicine Radio Show, the only internet radio show dedicated to giving you real solutions to improve your health. Not only are they real solutions, but they're natural solutions as well, because as you know, the one and only true wealth you have is your health. I'm your host, Dr. Kiri Drizga, the Functional Medicine Doc, and I'm committed to helping you find the root cause of your health problem, fix the cause with natural treatments so you can feel normal again and live your life to the fullest. Just a quick bit of housekeeping before I introduce today's special guest. I'm happy to announce my first book is now in print. The title is Reclaim Your Energy and Feel Normal Again, Fixing the Root Cause of Your Fatigue with Natural Treatments. I've discovered 14 root causes of fatigue. I like to call them the fatigue factors. And in this book, I explain eight of the 14. I've had some amazing feedback on how easy it is to read and understand. It's not full of technical doctory language like most books written by doctors are. And of course, the book also includes my own personal fatigue story, along with four other stories from real fatigue cases from my private practice. It's available in paperback and Kindle form, so if you'd like a copy, you can find it on Amazon or on my website, www.drcarry.com. That's it for our housekeeping, so let's get started. I'm so very excited about this week's show because we're going to be talking about thyroid problems. So if you know you have a thyroid problem, you should definitely be listening to this podcast. And if you think you have a thyroid problem, even if all your tests have come back as normal, you are exactly the type of person that should be listening to this podcast right now. So my special guest today is Dr. Lauren Noel. Let me tell you a little bit about her. First of all, she likes to be called Dr. Lowe. She is a licensed naturopathic doctor and an expert in natural medicine. Her areas of expertise are digestive disorders, thyroid and hormone imbalances, and autoimmune disease. She's been a frequent guest lecturer on health radio shows and medical conferences, and she is the host of Dr. Low Radio, a top-rated podcast on iTunes that has attracted over a million listens. Dr. Noel owns Shine Natural Medicine in Solana Beach, California, where she treats patients locally and all over the country. Dr. Low, thank you so much for being my special guest today on this episode of the Functional Medicine Radio Show. So great to be here, Dr. Carey. Thanks for having me. So Dr. Lowe, today I really wanted to talk about thyroid problems because so many people have thyroid problems and they don't even know it. They're being misdiagnosed. So first, let's talk about your story. Tell us about, about your involvement with thyroid problems. Yeah, well, I was one of those people that had a problem and didn't know it for many years. And I got to tell you, I was suffering and I was miserable. So I really empathize with this when patients are dealing with a thyroid problem because it really affects the way you feel in a big way. So I'll take you back high school. I, I was 30 pounds heavier. My hair was falling out. 
I had acne. I was tired. I was depressed. I was cold all the time. My parents would keep the house in the sixties cause they just liked it that way. And I was miserable and I was in so much pain because I was just so cold. I, I would have to jump in a bathtub, a scalding hot bathtub to feel warm. And finally that would actually warm me up. But that was like the only thing that would work. And I, my, my mom didn't know what was wrong with me. She was taking me to Kaiser doctors at the time. That's who we had as our doctors. And they ran lab work and they said that everything was normal. They said your thyroid was a little, a little, seems to be a little low, but nothing that seems like a real problem. So back, I went to my normal life and I was miserable and I didn't really understand it. Um, it wasn't until, gosh, I would say probably college I'm, um, I'm a full-time college student and uh, went to the doctor again and they said, you know, your thyroid is, uh, is underactive again. And finally this time they, they decided to put me on Synthroid, um, which is uh, um, thyroid medication. Well, I'm sure we'll talk more about it. And um, I started to feel better. My, my uh, weight started coming off without even trying. My hair stopped falling out and I, I felt just like myself again. Um, it turned out much later, I was put on a different kind of thyroid medication, which ended up working even better, but it was the beginning of something that really, um, changed my life. And it was just something so simple as, as going on thyroid hormones. And, um, so I, I learned more about it for myself, like really what the root of all of this was. And I decided graduating college, I wanted to study naturopathic medicine. Um, but I hadn't taken one single science class pretty much in college. So I had to go back to undergrad or back to a community college and take all my courses. And while I did that, I had the opportunity of shadowing a really brilliant naturopathic doctor in Denver. His name is Dr. Mark Carney and, um, was able to shadow him and just see miraculous, um, patient cases, people getting cured from things that were supposed to be incurable. And it really solidified going into this field for myself. Um, and then I started seeing a naturopathic doctor for myself, had really incredible, um, results. I, my skin finally cleared up and my digestive problems were taken care of. And I had leaky gut at the time, which I no longer have. And, um, so it was, I was just, you know, I drank the Kool-Aid. I was amazed at, at how much better I could feel. And fast forward, you know, decades, decade or two later, I, um, now it's one of the main things I specialize in because I, I really, I have, this mission to let people know about it for them to really understand what's involved with it because there's millions of people, especially women suffering from this and they don't really understand what's at the root of it and how good they could actually feel. Absolutely. So can you explain to our listeners, what are some of the common signs and symptoms that a thyroid problem would give a person? Yeah. Well, because the thyroid does so much in the body, there's actually a receptor for thyroid hormone in every cell in your body. So it's very widespread. It can do a lot of things. So that's why the symptoms can seem really all over the place because it does so much. So from, um, I guess we'll start kind of from the top down. So from your head, you could feel um, brain fog. You can have memory issues. You can just feel depressed or moody. You can have hair loss. You can have really dry skin. Um, the outer third of your eyebrows can fall out. Uh, just random things like that. You know, it's like, how could it, how could it affect your eyebrows, you know, and your mood? It's just because it does so much. Um, so dry skin. And then it could be that, um, you are feeling like you're gaining weight. You feel like you eat like a bird and you still put on weight. Um, just feeling really cold. Now that doesn't always happen. I find as women get in their maybe forties and fifties, the coldness might not be so much there because, because of other hormone changes, but for someone younger that, that might be more prominent. Um, 
uh, let's see what else you can feel, um, constipated because the thyroid helps to, it's sort of like the, um, it's, it's a metabolism hormone, but it also helps motility. So in the gut, it allows the, the bowels to move. And so if you're low thyroid, you can feel more constipated. Um, let's see, weight gain also from a laboratory perspective, um, it, it also could affect things like your adrenals and vice versa. Um, it also bone health. So your bones really rely on healthy levels of thyroid hormone. So that can be part, partly to, um, that could be affected as well. So it's all over the board. So again, for our listeners out there, if you're having any of these symptoms, it's very possible that you might have a thyroid problem that has not been properly diagnosed yet. And it can be really hard to diagnose a thyroid problem. So Dr. Lowe, I know that you have found five different patterns of thyroid symptoms. Can you tell our listeners about them? Yeah. So, so normally when you go to your doctor, they're just running the basic TSH, which is thyroid stimulating hormone, and then maybe T4, which is one of the thyroid hormones. And if it's, if the numbers are off, then they'll basically put you on hormones. So they don't really get to the root of the problem. And as naturopathic doctors, we're always asking why, like, what is the root of this? Why do you have this thyroid problem in the first place? It didn't just show up out of nowhere and it's not just genetics to blame. There's reasons for this. So I've been able to identify five main ways that the thyroid gets off track. Um, and these might not necessarily show up in standard lab tests. So the first one is in order to have the thyroid release hormones, it needs to get a signal from the brain. So the brain, specifically the pituitary brain, which is a little dangly looking little gland in the brain, it's really small, but it does a lot in the body. But one of the hormones it releases is thyroid stimulating hormone. And it's just exactly that. It, it stimulates the thyroid to make hormones. So for some people, it's really not the thyroid that's the problem. It's that the messenger to the thyroid, the pituitary, is actually sluggish. So that it's something that you can detect from blood work. If, for example, if the TSH is very, very low and the thyroid hormones are very, very low, then that's a clue that it could be the pituitary to blame, not actually the thyroid. So if the thyroid is the one that's underactive, then what you typically see is a high TSH because the brain is sending a very strong signal to the thyroid, but then the actual hormones from the thyroid are low. So those are ways you can kind of identify between the two. Now, if you did have a low active um, pituitary gland, there's specific support you can do for that instead of just treating the thyroid. So that's the first one. Um, the second one is, okay, let's look downstream. Is it the thyroid itself now? Well, that would be that other pattern I mentioned where the actual thyroid hormones are low, but the TSH is high. So there's a lot of things that could be to blame for that. I mean, it could be just simply genetically, you tend to have a lower active thyroid. It could be that the thyroid itself has been maybe affected by toxins, like things like mercury or heavy other heavy metals or pesticides. It could be radiation exposure. Um, maybe if you've had a lot of x-rays, things like that. So uh, your thyroid, I call it like the canary in the coal mine. It's so sensitive to toxins, like a sponge in the front of your neck. So it's very sensitive to things like that, and that could be to blame. Also, if you have heavy metal um, fillings in your mouth, like the silver fillings, 50% of those are made of mercury, and that's very close to your thyroid gland. So that, that could be something that we see to blame. I, I test for that in, in many patients and see that oftentimes high mercury levels can show up with thyroid problems. Um, the, the next one is looking at underconversion. So what happens is your thyroid, it makes two main hormones, T4 and T3. 
So T4 is the one that most doctors would check for. But the thing that's silly about that is T4 isn't even the active hormone. It's a pre-hormone. So it, it's converted as needed into T3. So it's supposed to be converted into that as needed at the, at the basically the, the tissues throughout the body, wherever you need it to be converted, it does that. And then those receptors will, or the, that hormone will attach to receptors on the cell and then it'll exert its effects. So helping with metabolism and energy and all of that within the cells. So for some people that conversion doesn't happen very well. Um, there's a lot of things that could be to blame for that. It could be adrenal issues. So I'm sure you guys have talked about adrenal glands on your show, but you have these little glands that sit on top of your kidneys and they're really little, they're like little kidney beans, but they have a really big role in the body and they make stress hormones like cortisol and other hormones too. Well, if you have, uh, issues where let's say you're under way too much stress, like many of us are, you're burning the candle at both ends and you're constantly having those surges of cortisol that can really affect the conversion of T4 to T3. So if you have some of those thyroid symptoms and you have raging stress in your life, it could be that there's a connection with that. So rather than just giving you thyroid hormones, maybe we look, we could look at having you, you know, go on some adrenal support and get rid of some of the excess stresses in your life. And that can make a really big difference. Also like over-exercising can be a, a problem with that as well. Also blood sugar problems. So that's another part of the under-conversion. If you're having surges of insulin, so if you're on this sort of blood sugar roller coaster thing where you're relying on coffee to keep going, maybe you eat a carb, a carby breakfast rather than some protein, maybe you're skipping meals. So you're on sort of this roller coaster. That also can be a stress to the thyroid and that under-conversion can happen as well. And then uh, the last one, number five, is nutrient deficiencies. So this is a big one. I love testing for this with my patients because for many of us, we think we're eating really well. We say, oh, we're eating organic or, you know, everything's grass fed or free range or whatever. But if you're not really digesting things very well, or maybe the food isn't as healthy as you actually think it is, you can start to rack up some real deficiencies. So there's three main nutrients that are really important for the conversion of T4 to T3. Number one is zinc. Zinc is a mineral. It's found in its highest form in oysters, also in pumpkin seeds. Most people don't like oysters. When I prescribe oysters for patients, they usually cringe, but they're loaded with zinc. And zinc is required for that conversion to happen. It also helps with sex drive. That's why people like oysters because it's their aphrodisiac. And the second nutrient needed for that conversion is selenium. So selenium is a trace mineral. It's an antioxidant. It helps to recycle a really amazing antioxidant called glutathione. And it, uh, it's found in its highest form in Brazil nuts. So doing about three or four Brazil nuts a day will give you the amount of selenium that you need. And then the third nutrient is iron. So if let's say you're anemic, maybe you're a vegetarian and you eat, don't, don't eat any red meat. Maybe you have a really heavy period. You're releasing a lot of blood with that. So you're also releasing iron that can really affect your body's conversion of T4 to T3. So, and then, um, the last thing I, I'll just mention, it's sort of number six would be, um, something called reverse T3, which is a hormone that is an inactive form of T3. So under times of stress or if there's um, dysbiosis in the gut where the, the, the balance of the flora is not at a healthy balance, that can also affect your thyroid hormones to where you end up creating more reverse T3. So that T4 and T3 turns into an inactive form of thyroid hormone called reverse T3. And that can show up with some of those symptoms too, because you have enough of the hormone, but you, it's like you can't access it. It's like at a bank account, you can't withdraw all the money from. 
So as you can see, there's a lot more to just low T4 and let's put you on hormones. There's a lot of ways that this all can break down. Exactly. So for our listeners out there, thyroid problems are very complicated. And that's why just, you know, being put on a Synthroid or a thyroid medication, that's why for a lot of you, you're put on a medication and then you don't really feel better because we, you know, they don't really address the root, the root cause, just as Dr. Yeah. Lowe was explaining. So Dr. Lowe, can you explain to our listeners too, what is the best way to test for all of these, you know, different uh, patterns? What are the proper thyroid tests that need to be done? Because I know in my practice, I'm in Canada, we have, uh, we have socialized medicine where the government uh, runs the medical system. And mm -hmm. the only thing that medical doctors are using to test the thyroid is a TSH test. And I know that's really bad. And you know that that's really bad to only look at that one test. So can you explain to our listeners what would be the proper way to really assess the thyroid? Yeah, it's a great question. And also too, even if doctors are running all the right tests, they might not be looking at the ranges correctly. So it's kind of two topics. It's like, number one, get the right tests, And number two, know how to read them. So in, in my case, back when I had my thyroid tested, back when I was a Kaiser patient, my TSH was a little high. So it was probably like around in the fours. And my actual thyroid hormones themselves were low normal. But for me, I had raging symptoms. So it's all, it kind of depends on the person. So one person could have you know, two people could have the exact same labs. One person has raging thyroid symptoms. The other person feels like a million bucks. So you really have to look at, at symptoms too. But for someone who has raging thyroid symptoms and their hormones are low normal, then they should probably be treated or at least do a little bit more digging to get to the root of it. So just looking at, at the blood work first, the labs that you'd want to get from your doctor would be TSH, which is thyroid stimulating hormone. You want to get total T3 and total T4. You also want to get free T3 and free T4. And the reason why is because those are the unbound hormones. Those are um, free uh, and active uh, thyroid hormones. They're not bound to a protein. And then you want to get reverse T3. And then you also want to get thyroid antibodies. So I don't think I actually mentioned Hashimoto's. So I'll, I'll talk a little bit about that in a second. But but you want to look and see, do you have an autoimmune condition where your thyroid is actually attacking, or sorry, your body is actually attacking your own thyroid. So you want to get two antibodies to check for that. So it's anti-TPO, so TPO like Tom Polly uh, ovaries, <laughs> so TPO, and that stands for thyroid peroxidase. And then you also want to get anti-TBG, so Tom, uh, Bobby, and what's G, uh, God. So that's thyroid binding globulin antibody. So the anti-TPO and anti-TBG. And those two labs look at, is your body attacking your own thyroid gland? Because that's a very different issue than just a general thyroid problem. That's technically not a thyroid problem, it's an autoimmune disease. And it's happening to affect your thyroid. So those are the blood tests you'd wanna get. Uh, for looking at adrenal or blood sugar issues, um, with adrenals, the best way to test your adrenal glands is in, a, is in a saliva test. You take four samples throughout the day and measure your cortisol to see how your cortisol curve looks. It should be naturally high in the morning and then gradually drop throughout the day and be low at night so you can go to sleep. And if that is off, that can be uh, one of the root issues with your thyroid being off. And then for blood sugar issues, you want to look at a fasting glucose. You want to test your insulin and also a hemoglo um, hemoglobin A1C and also triglycerides. 
so those would be some good tests to look at your, your blood sugar balance. Um, now, in terms of nutrient deficiencies, there's a couple ways to run that. And I'm not sure if this is available in Canada, but uh, measuring through the lab we use is SpectraCell. That's an um, intracellular micronutrient test. So basically looks at your vitamins and minerals within your white blood cells. There's also something called a Nutri-Eval from a company called um, Genova, and they check also nutrient levels um, more. In, I think theirs is in the serum. So that would be kind of a nice broad span of tests, but if you're, if you're only able to get just the blood work, that's going to really give a lot of information um, to know what's going on with kind of the, the whole picture. So again, for our listeners, even if you're on thyroid hormone replacement, known as Synthroid or Levothyroxine, and you're still not feeling 100%, you should find a good naturopathic doctor or functional medicine doctor who can run all of these tests on you. Uh, whether you're in the US or Canada, the tests are available. And so Dr. Lowe, can you talk a little bit about Hashimoto's now? Yeah, so 80% of the time when there is a low thyroid, 80 to 90% of the time, it's actually an autoimmune condition called Hashimoto's. Hashimoto's thyroiditis. And technically, to have the diagnosis of Hashimoto's, you have to have uh, two things. One, you have to have an elevated TSH, which is out of the laboratory range, and you have to have a positive antibody, either the anti-TPO or the anti-TBG. And I've seen it many times in my practice where maybe those numbers aren't exactly where they should be or you know, to get the diagnosis, but they're maybe a little off normal. So we're able to say, okay, maybe there's an autoimmune process happening. Maybe it's not a classic diagnosis. But the thing that's tricky about these labs is the numbers go up and down. So it can be kind of hard to diagnose sometimes. But um, one of the symptoms that might come along with having Hashimoto's could be some of those underactive symptoms we said earlier, all the ones where you know low energy, you feel cold, your hair is falling out, you can't lose weight, you're constipated. And it can also vary with having high thyroid symptoms. So feeling maybe nervous or feeling like you're having um, palpitations, like you feel like your heart's skipping a beat. Maybe you feel like you're sweating all of a sudden and just feeling kind of sort of hyperactive. Um, with When you have Hashimoto's, that the, num the um, symptoms can kind of oscillate back and forth between the two. And th the reason why that's happening is because with Hashimoto's, you are actually destroying your own thyroid gland. When that happens, it can release a lot of thyroid hormones short term. And so that's why you can get some of those overactive symptoms. So in order to have Hashimoto's, there's three main things that are required for this to happen. Uh, number one is having a genetic susceptibility. So it could run in the family, um, which you can't really control that part. But the second and third you can affect. So number two is um, something called leaky gut. So uh, I'm sure you guys have talked about this on, on your show as well, but looking at gut permeability where the actual lining of the digestive tract has been compromised from could be many things, maybe excess stress in your life. It could be um, maybe you have been on numerous antibiotics throughout your life like I was. I took antibiotics like candy when I was younger. Um, it could have been maybe birth control pills or other medications um, or maybe food sensitivities. Could be things like parasites or bacteria in the gut or candida. So a lot of different things can affect the gut. So all of that can really break down the gut lining. Um, 
and, uh, and, and, and then also looking at um, nutrient deficiencies too, that can also affect things as well. Um, and then there's also an, an, an initial trigger. So it could be for one person, maybe they had a viral infection and that was the initial trigger that kind of, we sort of think of it like dominoes, like what's the first domino to fall? It could be maybe a virus, like you had mono as a kid, or maybe you had a traumatic event, like a death in the family or a friend or something like that, where you notice you just never felt the same ever since. Um, could have been maybe like a parasite, like we said, it's just, it's very different for each person, but there tends to be this trend where there's an initial trigger that kind of starts this whole cascade. And then ultimately it ends up, um, affecting the thyroid. Yeah. And for our listeners out there, even if you have a thyroid problem, you have probably never actually been tested for Hashimoto's. And, and so that's something you should ask your doctor about, especially if you happen to have a family history of thyroid problems. And I find too that a lot of women will develop a thyroid problem after a pregnancy. And that yeah. can kind of, you know, in my mind, that's like a little red flag. Oh, that person might have Hashimoto's. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I do see that too. And that could, for that person, that's the, the initial trigger is having a baby. Dr. Lowe, do you have any other um, tips or pointers on, on, on how people can uh, ask their doctors to be properly diagnosed? Those tests we mentioned are, are really good, I would say, comprehensive um, collection of tests. Um, the other thing could be is actually getting some gluten testing. So gluten sensitivity, there's a real connection with that with Hashimoto's. So actually getting some testing, it would be a good idea. In my practice, if someone has Hashimoto's, I just tell them they have to go gluten-free because there's so much information out there. There's so much data to show that there's a connection between the two. So, and it's so much the, to the to the effect that if you eat gluten, it can trigger more destruction of the thyroid if you do have Hashimoto's. So it's just it's just something you want to avoid. If you're not sure about it, there is um, some really good testing you can get from a company called Cyrex Labs. Cyrex Labs, in my opinion, is really the best of finding an autoimmune link with various triggers, so things like gluten or dairy. They also can do testing looking at chemical sensitivities. They can test for leaky gut. So their, um, their lab test is called Array 4, and that's the multi-tissue gluten sensitivity screen. Um, that is, in my opinion, the best test to look for gluten sensitivity. So conventional doctors don't typically run that. Uh, if you do see a functional medicine or a naturopathic doctor, then that's something they, they'll probably be familiar with. It's about, it's about 300 bucks. It's a little more on the pricey side. But if you are sensitive to gluten, it's going to find it. You know, most of the time when doctors run a gluten test, they'll they'll run just the um, the uh, tissue transglutaminase or the anti-endometrial antibody, and those are oftentimes negative, even when there is a problem. So it's good to get the the real comprehensive test, so you know you're not just you know wasting your time and money. If you if you do that test, you'll you'll have more of a clear idea if it's something you need to be avoiding. Doctor Lowe, we could just keep talking on and on and on about all this stuff. <laughs> So for our listeners out there, no matter how bad you're feeling, I want you to have a lot of hope because there, there is a reason for why you're feeling so lousy. There is a reason that you have a thyroid problem going on. And all it really takes is finding a really great doctor that can help find the root underlying cause and really help you. Dr. Lowe, we're starting to run low on time. So how can our listeners find out more about you? Sure. So you can um, follow me at drlaurennoel.com. So that's D-R-L-A-U-R-E-N. 
N-O-E-L.com. I work with patients locally in San Diego and actually all over the country and even Canada too. So you can check me out, shinenaturalmedicine.com if you'd like to be a patient. And please listen to the podcast, Dr. Low Radio. We have a lot of fun every week. We have lots of different guests. We'll have to have you on too, Dr. Carey. I would love to be on your podcast. Be great to have you. And I just want to say to you listeners out there, just know you have no idea how good you can feel. Like if you really get to the root of what's going on and, and get to the root cause and address that and heal your body, your, your body's designed to be healthy. So, you know, I don't want this show to be, um, uh, scary or depressing or anything like that. It's really just meant to empower you that you have answers and you can feel amazing and you're designed to. So just have faith in that and just know that there's information out there and, and, and um, you're going to feel great. I'm excited for y'all. It's so true. And I know that you've had patients in your practice, just as I have, that have come back and they're just like, wow, I can't believe how great I'm feeling. I don't think I've ever felt this great. Yeah. They say, I feel like yeah, myself again. Yeah. I feel it all the time. I know you do too. It's like, yeah, that's how you're supposed to feel. <laughs> Dr. Lowe, thank you for being my special guest today. This has been an awesome interview. Thanks. It's great to be here. All right. That wraps up this very special episode of the Functional Medicine Radio Show with our with our special guest, Dr. Lauren Noel. And I want to thank you, our listeners, for tuning in today. And I'd like to invite you back next week for another episode of the Functional Medicine Radio Show. As always, I'm your host, Dr. Kiri Drizga, the Functional Medicine Doc. Have a great week, everyone. You've been listening to the Functional Medicine Radio Show with your host, Dr. Carrie Drizga, known internationally as the Functional Medicine Doc. Dr. Carrie is committed to helping patients find the root cause of their health problems and fixing the cause with natural treatments so they can feel normal again. Dr. Carrie is the founder of Functional Medicine Ontario and is the author of the hit book, Reclaim Your Energy and Feel Normal Again. Please tell your friends about the Functional Medicine Radio Show, and we'll see you next week with more from Dr. Carey.